Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and pretty much just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse. And, you know, listeners might be feeling like, well, this is a little, feels a little different. Maybe it sounds a little different. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, w- what bit. is the difference today? Um, it's It's the fact that we're trying something new uh trying remote recording um recording separately at our respective homes and with that also comes drinking our respective beers so yep um jesse what are you drinking today so yeah um, right before i get to that um so usually just a little behind the scenes jerome and i usually record together in person um usually most of the time at jerome's place but today, um, we're recording off-site because it just, that's just what we had to do today. Yeah. So what I'm drinking actually is Budweiser Classic. So last time, we featured Budweiser Light, but or Bud Light. But I'm drinking Budweiser Classic, which, again, is called the King of Beers. Drinking a 12-ounce can. I uh, don't have the percentage off the top of my head, but, you know, it's another classic mass-marketed, drinkable beer. We're, we're basically completing the trilogy or the trifecta now with the Bud series, right? For reals. And, uh, you know, Anheuser-Busch, if you're going to sponsor us, like, this would be a great time to do that. Yeah. Um, we we wouldn't mind the sponsor. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But what are you drinking, Jerome? I am drinking um, something pretty unique. Um, it is from Firestone Walker. Shout out to your, uh, you know... Hey, your, your your good old days up in, up in the north or what is it? Central Cal, mid Cal, yeah, Central Cal. Um, it's called the Luponic Distortion IPA Series Number Thirteen. Uh, a lot of Ooh, a lot of words. Okay. It's it's uh, got pina colada, hints of pina colada, key lime, nectarine. Um, let's see, it's a five point six alcohol content. Honestly, I. I don't love it. It's not something I would like, you know, crave or anything, but it's really mm-hmm. refreshing. Like all those hints that I laid out, it's, it tastes kind of like that. Very light yeah. and, uh, tasty. Yeah. I mean, um, I've had plenty of Luponics and the reason they give a number is they, it's not the same batch every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So number thirteen is, I guess, it's their thirteenth bath, thirteenth batch or whatever. So, you know, um, just gotta yeah. keep trying it. And I mean, th- that's why it's a staple, right? Yeah, lucky number thirteen. Also, as a unofficial sponsor, if you hear maybe some rapper noise or some chewing, you know, our other unofficial sponsor is Taco Bell. Um, it's it's a great dinner tonight. So, anyways, back to uh, back to topic. <laughs> so. Um, we are talking, it's a little late, but we're talking about, uh, Stranger Things. Um, Mm -hmm. Stranger Things season three just came out, um, around the July 4th timing, you know, purposefully from Netflix. And, uh, we, I, I don't know about you, Jesse, but I finished it pretty dang fast. I, I think I finished it that first weekend. Um, I didn't, I honestly didn't intend to. I just happened to be free that weekend, and I was like, well, I'm not doing anything. It was nice because I didn't plan anything and just put on Stranger Things and just 
kept watching it. Yeah, so today we're, we're going to be talking about, of course, that the latest season, but, um, you know, we've never really talked about Stranger Things often, and to be honest, um, I don't think you and I have ever really chatted much about Stranger Things in our own, like, normal lives, right, Jesse? I don't think so, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's usually, somehow escaped us. Yeah, it's usually like Game of Thrones, <laughs> you know, Marvel, Marvel um, stuff like that, but... Yeah, so um, so I guess Jesse, like, it's been uh, a, f- a few years now. Um, I've actually got the Stranger Things Wikipedia page just up, just in case I need to, you know, reference a few <laughs> no, things. For reals. But same. So so 2016 is um, when Stranger Things initially came out in July. Uh, what were your first impressions when it came out? Like, did you have any expectations for what this series would be and? Yeah, how did you like it when it um, initially uh, um, appeared? To be honest, um, initially, I didn't buy into the hype. I hmm. I wasn't sure what the show was about. I kind of... I think it was during a time where I was already watching a lot of other stuff. So sure. having another cultish show was not, not something I was looking for. And yeah, I mean, I heard good reviews about it. I just, I don't know. I had plenty on my plate, so I was like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to, you know, keep up with my own shows. And it's on Netflix. It'll be, it'll be there if I want to watch it. Right. And it was, I, I'm sure I watched it like months and months later. But when I first watched it, I was like, oh, I, I, I get the hype now. Like, I get why people are excited about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it's a fun, unique show. Like, I think similar to Game of Thrones, it, you know, or... Not even Game of Thrones, but like other Netflix shows where it'll like release it all at once, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, Netflix doesn't release episode by episode because they're not that kind of platform. But the fact that the entire series is out there for me to binge in maybe one night is crazy. So I think the when I watched it, I ended up watching it maybe over three days or whatever. Yeah. Which is not bad, but. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah. I, again, I, I understood why there was so much hype around it, um, but I was like, oh well, I guess I'm late on the train. What about you? Yeah, I, honestly, it was kind of the same thing. Um, I'm actually, I, I am a sucker for '80s vibes, you know, like uh, okay. in TV shows and movies. Um, you know, all the action and like you know, kids movies from back then were just really cool, but. I think I don't really remember um like where how much hype there was. I just mm, it right. was honestly for me just a word of mouth from a couple friends and when I watched it it was just uh it reminded me of so many nostalgic things, right? Like um like Goonies, um uh all, all the the original like sci-fi you know shows and movies. Yeah, um, yeah true. Yeah. And, I mean, I think we'll go into the breakdown of season one a little bit more, but, like, just the mystery aspect of it, um, like, right. really just uh, very suspenseful and, at the same time, very innocent, too, right? And yeah, I, I think definitely after, like, I want to say, like, the first few episodes were definitely build up, but then once, you know, everything started to come mm-hmm. together... 
it was like okay i can see this full being, steam ahead yeah no i can see this being very a lot of potential right Mm-hmm. yeah so okay you know it, we've been you know a few years removed now three years removed from the start of stranger things but it's only been three years yeah which is it feels like a lot longer doesn't it I mean, some parts of me, yeah, but the fact that I'm, again, wiki page open, that the fact that they took a year off between season two and season three, it almost doesn't feel like it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the first gap felt a lot more, like, it felt like Noticeable. just a continuation. I almost forgot about Stranger Things for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Why don't we just... I think we did this for Game of Thrones Season 8, and it took a okay. very long time. <laughs> but I think it was, Fair. like, the best part of just kind of recapping and, you know, uh, remembering all the different little aspects of each part. So let's... Or trying to. Yeah, <laughs> trying to. And this is going to be even harder because it was three years ago, right? Oh, yeah. So, all right, let's just go through it. Um I don't know. So this is gonna. This might be a little kind of just off the top of the dome for for both of us. But first, for some reason, if you haven't watched this series Ooh. yet, spoilers. You know, gotta but remember. Come that. on, man. 2016, 2017, 2019, Like you've. It's been three years. Yeah, you had to have watched it. Yeah, I th- I think I saw a demograph or uh, like a stat of season three of uh-huh. like how quickly people consumed the whole season was like record for Netflix or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, you know, and it's totally makes sense. So please, I, I'm not surprised, please, you know, listeners, if you haven't go ahead and watch it, all of it tonight. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, like, what is it? Three seasons. It's a straight day's worth. Yeah. Right. You're fine. It's not bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, season one, it's it really started off as a just just a mystery sci-fi throwback type of TV show um a lot yeah. of you know very typical like almost tropey characters we see the nerdy yeah. kid the, the you know you know the token black kid the you know yep. all these um throw- the cool kids yeah all these throwbacks and it really did start off as like a campy little thing but um mm-hmm. Man, so season one, like it, it was like everything about it—the mystery of Will, like being gone. Um, yep. That uh, I mean, I think the craziest scene for sure is like, or not craziest scene, but one of the most um, memorable scenes is the mom with the uh, the lights and the alphabet, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I thought the I thought you were gonna mention the pool scene, but I think that one is I think the light scene is a little more memorable. But I mean the pool scene, um, what it was Barb, right? That yep, yeah. So what did you think of like the vibe that season one gave off? Yeah, so I mean, again, I watched it in a pretty short period, so the first couple were definitely setup episodes, which again for a new show. Um, is appreciated um, but considering it's a Netflix show where everything is released at once I was like okay where are they going to go with this right Um, they got to go somewhere it's a short season where are they going to go and when I like I think it was maybe episode 3 that 
that pole scene happened. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty early on when a lot of that, I guess, quote-unquote, alien mystery was starting to unfold. Right. Um, it, it, uh, it ramped up real quick. Because um, initially, it, it seemed like just a random, like, 80s murder mystery or, like, just 80s, like, mystery, like, re- TV show, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I wasn't sure what to think. I, I knew they were going to cover some kind of, like, alien-esque topic. I just didn't know how they were going to tie it in. And when that happened, I was like, oh, okay, this is getting real. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I felt just, like... Initially, I was, like, waiting for something. And then when it happened, I was like, okay, I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, and I think that first season, that waiting aspect is definitely something, obviously, we don't have as much on the second and third season. Which um, is actually why I think I really really like the first season because of that. Like, I'm a a sucker for paranormal stuff. Um, You know, like, we'll probably have a topic in the future about horror movies. But... um, I think it's this this mystery of I don't know if it's a ghost of Will I don't know if it's a ghost of some demon or you know like who what the heck is going on um, mm-hmm. and obviously when you know the pool scene um, just a lot of the death scenes like it was yep. just there's no idea what's going on but as we know you know it, this idea of the upside down gets brought into the um you know universe and 11 was brought in as like also a supernatural sort of counter balance of that um did you did you like the characters did you like the twist that it was actually you know not really paranormal not exactly alien either but rather maybe dimensional i mean i i felt that season one was very rewarding so yeah the story playoffs were very rewarding. Um, it introduced like very interesting characters. Um, you know, not just having like the typical '80s characters, but Eleven, who's a like, especially like first season where she was like didn't really say anything, right? <laughs> and and was a bit of a mystery, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're thinking like, oh, is this? is this maybe like a hidden Marvel show or something like that, you know, because of mutants or whatever, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's just a mystery character with powers or whatever. And I, I did like that. It wasn't just a straight, like, Oh, here's aliens. This is what they do. Yeah. It's like, Hey, this is like just alternate reality. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So moving on to, well, end of season one, uh, yeah. 11 sort of, rises into her power and then ends up you know disappearing uh or sort of getting obliterated uh in order to fight off the monsters right and then season two picks up and i think there's a little bit of like you know we're 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 finding that she's not dead and Yeah, yeah i mean that was the cliffhanger too um in season one that like whatever post credit scene where or end credit whatever where Hopper's like putting I think it was season one the end where Hopper was putting the waffles in the the box right because he was like oh maybe she's out there or whatever mm-hmm. and then they pick up immediately after right or I think so pretty pretty quickly not, yeah not necessarily time wise but 
story-wise, it picked up immediately after, where they're like, oh, well, here's the answer to your question. Yeah. She's still alive, and this is what happened. Yeah, and I think season two ultimately is just a lot of aftermath. Will is returned from season one, yep. you know, after the whole heroic stuff. And yep. he's suffering from PTSD, basically, as well as not just PTSD, but still literally being haunted by the Mind Flayer. Yep. And, yep. you know, the, I think I really liked it be, this season, the dynamic between the boys, because, you know, it they, they went through that thing, and they lost Will, and he's back, and they're trying to live normally. But yeah. it's like, how do you live normally after that? You, I, I don't, how do you go back to school? You know, like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I think it was, like, honestly pretty... I don't know, like, it was a really great follow-up to season one. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it tackled all the relevant story issues where, you know, Will's back. He's suffering from a, not just trauma, but a real, like, hey, he's being haunted or whatever. And then they solved the Levin's, like, issue. They kind of progressed the, the teen storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a very, like seamless transition from one to two um with the exception of that one episode which i'm sure you know what i'm talking about is the one like almost like tangent episode um where 11 goes off and leaves town or whatever yeah which was kind of weird where's leather Um, and everything yeah where like is becomes all punk and tries to live independently but i mean i i get that there's probably some story relevance which i don't think it's paid off yet Mm -hmm. um we'll we'll see um but uh, yeah Uh, otherwise i felt like the story was pretty seamless i i felt like oh man they're continuing off of what happened in season one they realize it's not just a simple threat anymore it's bigger than they thought and this is everything that people are doing about it right yeah and to me, I think the biggest difference between one and two is one was a mystery feel like paranormal, and the season two was a lot more just like a monster movie, right? With those yep. those dogs and like, oh man, man. it's just and the fact that we got the um, you know we got Dustin and she what's the yep. uh, what's the guy with the hair's name again? Uh, Dustin oh, and man. and Steve, Steve, yeah, like. Them holding the mm-hmm. weapons, kind of iconic, you know, 80s badass look. It's just yep. beating up uh, on the dogs. And, yeah, I mean, that. I think season two, like you said, was pretty just straightforward, you know, like a fun action pack. It was, I think, definitely very action-packed. Um, oh, yeah. And we see, we see Hopper being Hopper, um, just a lot of fun. And so the way it pretty much ends with, is kind of similar to the first season, of course. It's just bigger scale yeah 11 being the superhero at the end um you know closing the portal to Mm -hmm. uh the uh upside down and yeah not not i not as much of a cliffhanger right um yeah which is nice since they gave us two years to uh (laughs) for real yeah to kind of marinate in that um how did you like season two compared to uh season one I think I agree. Season one had the element of mystery that was missed in season two because, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't that shock value anymore, right? Like, season one, it's a new thing. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Season two, you have the groundwork, and 
I mean, the good thing is they built off the story. Yeah. So I'm glad that they did. Um, there obviously was that element of like, oh, I wish I was surprised about something, right? Um, yeah. But, and that's, that's not to say there weren't surprising moments, but the story itself was not surprising. Yeah. So, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, moving on to season three, the kids are mm-hmm. a little older. They are quite taller and more mature looking. Noticeably. Yeah, yeah, noticeably. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they 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 pointed out in the they pointed out in the way they're portrayed. Um and I think season 3, you know, uh 11 can speak English very well now. Um yep. everyone's closer but also more drama because of puberty and high school and all that. Um but I mean, season 3's got to be summed up in one word and that's Russian, right? Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that'll be the correct word considering, again, spoilers, season four. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's even more. But I know. But I mean, this season, yeah, Russian was the big deal. Yeah. And I loved it. I, I was talking to a lot of the friends and just being like, you know what? I Season three could have ended and ended Stranger Things completely, but I'm just glad there's more yep. Russian stuff. Yeah, um, this season was, it was definitely different than one and two. Yeah. Um, I feel like the way I describe Stranger Things so far is that it's really like chapter one, two, three, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, especially this last one, you know, season one was in retrospect, fairly small scale. Season two amped it up a bit. Season three amps it up even more, um, just as far as like the threats and you know uh, right. the upside down and, and all that stuff. But um, I feel like this season was more fun than the other ones. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's the right word, but like I know there was a bit of fan service there for sure. But I think it was done well in the sense of like they touched the right notes and they addressed the right fun things. Like you know they made. Steve's hair and like Steve's personality like ridiculous yeah. and made him work at like an ice cream shop like yeah you know and Dustin's the one that has a like long distance relationship like I don't know it's just like these weird like little little things that you're like oh that's kind of a funny trope you know um but I don't know I felt like this season this season was like we were already along for the ride in season two and this was just like the next you know loop right like yeah the next fun fun part of that ride and and again nothing like there weren't i wasn't necessarily surprised by anything particular but it was still like thrilling you know yeah and to kind of go along with you know the way i described it first one being a horror second being like a monster horror i think this one had a lot more like action comedy elements right like um, yeah, you know, it, it, everything was split up into teams, right? Dustin almost never was with the rest of the boys for most of, unless until the last episode or so, right? Um, yeah, as you, you're just seeing the development of everybody leading to the same place, which is Starcourt Mall. Um, I thought that was cool—the fact that they were like, "Hey, everyone's getting together." Yes, like, like it was the and. This is Marvel, right? The unification of storylines. Oh, yeah. 
but everyone coming together like it's all tied together and oh man we're, we're hopefully gonna get the payoff right yeah so this season three it's kind of a picking up from season two pretty much russians going in undoing what 11 did uh opening up the portal a little more causing the mind flare to come back and kind of being more smart about his tactics and involving uh pretty much humans and kind of corrupting them into becoming his flesh basically um and pretty in pretty nasty methods too of people literally melting and then you know (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know if it was corrupting as much as it was like possessing possessing yeah like uh i almost the way i think of it is uh like starcraft where like yeah. the Zerg <laughs> mind control, yeah, and invest, yeah, like in infested Terran kind of thing, you know. Oh, yep. So, yeah, like because of that, we see a whole bunch of civilians in the city become part yeah. of the Mind Flayer hive, essentially. And um, so, really quick question, yeah, what did you think about the first, or what do you think about Billy before this season and through Ooh. season three? Because he was the first one in season three to be mind-controlled. Really, yeah. Right? Oh, man. I mean, I definitely didn't love Billy's character like since he was introduced in season two. Like, he's just a douche, right. basically. Yep. Um, but, you know, I think in season three, his arc was pretty interesting. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, he got, you know infested i'm just gonna use that word infested yeah um, that's a good word and you can tell like he fought it because th- 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 it kind of portrayed this idea of like there's there's two types of you know there's two types of evil or two types of like bad mm-hmm. things one it's billy it's it's more of this you know nurtured he's like he's we, we learned about his past of his you know mom and his dad and just the shaky nature of his background and him just being a hurt misunderstood person but then he's confronted with this like true evil i mean of like killing people and using them as flesh like um and even him like billy a guy who's considered a bully a douche like he was trying to resist that and i think as we saw by the end when 11 was trying to save him in the uh i guess upside upside down or i don't know what exactly that scene was with the eye of the storm but it it pretty much showed him showed the audience you know why is billy the way he is and how yeah his heart is actually there it's just been hurt right yeah like i went from hating billy all up until that episode mm-hmm. to like feeling empathetic and bad for him yeah like it was i was amazed at how short that could happen right like they like literally it was just flashback episodes like yeah. or flashback like scenes and from that i was like oh wow like and i think that's why i appreciate about the I, you know people who know me i appreciate really good character development and i think so far this show has done that with the characters it's given yeah and even with Billy, who's had a very, like, up until this season, a very one-track-minded, mm-hmm. like, very vanilla, like, bully storyline, like, they they 
uncover like what is beneath that all in one episode and you're like oh it's not as simple as he's just mean because he's mean like there's a reason he's mean it's because of like how he's brought up and like all this stuff and it's like oh man i have so much more appreciation for it even though like yeah i don't know like i felt bad for him but also like i hated him but also i still felt bad for him i don't know it was yeah. it was a mix of emotions yeah and yeah i mean the end of season three was very poetic you know with him initially like kind of stalling and being able to distract the mind flare sacrificing his own life and you know like we see kind of like you said a, a full character development come to a closing arc with that moment right yeah i i thought like it was a great arc for his character um and i think you know considering there's still more stranger things to come i'm glad i'm excited to see where other character arcs will grow Mm -hmm. um but yeah man like i think he was he was a good one to point out for this season because it was it was very like 180 for him right almost like it he had a very interesting story point like everyone else like was pretty much on their like story journey but he like had a very interesting like oh this is a twist right yeah yeah definitely um so wrapping up the story um you know there's sacrifice and um pretty much all the moving parts hopper and um what the mom i'm very bad at character joyce 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 byers yeah they, they were kind of doing the whole the Russian human side of things while the kids were yep. battling and, you know, deterring the uh, mind flare. And yeah, pretty much they were able to succeed closing off the portal again. And, you know, again, sp- spoiler alert, but, you know, Hopper appears to die or at least get vaporate, vaporized or vaporized, disappear. Yep. Um, and the, you know, kind of closing scenes is everybody kind of unwinding from this tragic thing again and the, yep. the buyers including 11 move and it's just move a away. tear fest right like i was like kind of Seriously. i was getting sad too man i was like man this sucks yeah. dude uh, yeah come on yeah come on but i mean i'm, I'm just glad that there is a season four coming hopefully um but the other scene is hopefully hope that hopper's back i don't know hopper's back with the russian vengeance right Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm so um season three uh i mean we talked about the story a bunch but and we also talked about billy but kind of along the along the lines of billy as a great character and also an i guess actor um Mm -hmm. are there other examples of just awesome acting that you uh that you felt was prominent in season three? I think both Hopper and Joyce Byers were, are obviously like, they're, they're great actors. Yeah. Um, you know, Winona Ryder who plays Joyce Byers is already renowned as an actor for her different works. But like, I think they have a fun dynamic and, and also since we mentioned Russian, the Russian dude was hilarious. I loved him so great but it was like just the appropriate amount of like silly but also serious um and i think 
yeah, other than yeah, other than Billy, um, those are my standouts. I think um, the actress who plays Eleven, Millie Bobby Brown, like I think over the course of three seasons, yes, she she has grown a lot as an actor. Mm-hmm. Like she's been given more dynamic, but considering the role, like I'm not surprised that it's a little bit limiting. You know, yeah, because um, literally first two seasons, I don't know how many lines she's had, but <laughs> it's not that many. And yeah, their lines are pretty short, right? Like you don't see too much like depth to her, um, but definitely this season you get to see like a good amount more contrast. Yeah, so I'm glad to see her grow in that. Um, I mean, the, all the all the boys are are cool. Um, they're they're solid, but um, yeah, I think for sure for me, Joyce Byers and and Hopper are like the standout because they're just great. Like they they play that role so well. Yeah, they do. Um, it, Any standouts for you? Uh, those two for sure. Like, are every time they had their scene, I, I always get a, a kick out of it just because you know mm-hmm. their chemistry is awesome. Um, I actually watched one of their uh, what is those the Wired videos where they read Google searches about them and they did it together. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. like their chemistry off camera is almost just as good or not better. Like, yeah, it's awesome, but. I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, aside from that, I actually really liked um, Will in this one. Oddly enough, um, I'm looking at his name is Noah Schnapp. Um, okay. I think, I mean, obviously he's already, he's a young guy, like, as an actor, but that whole, the story li- underlying, you know, story, narrative, that the boys are breaking up because of puberty, because of relationships. Yeah. And, and he was the one that felt left behind for for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Like, you know, he basically yeah, he yeah, was yeah. abducted by uh, creatures and, and all that stuff. But he, he yeah. just wanted things to remain the way it used to be. But I think that scene where he was uh, destroying his tent or fort, oh, my gosh, that was, like, heartbreaking. Um, yeah, because that was, like, a, a very emotional attachment for him yeah. and for us. Because it was, like, that's where... He would, yeah. That there's so much meaning behind that. Yeah, right? and I mean, just the way he really portrayed that uh, grief and that internal conflict. I think, you know, like of course, a kid probably understands that because he's going through that at the moment, probably. But yeah, um, the way he was able to do that, I think, was just really convincing and um, tug at my heartstrings a little bit too. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, are, are there any certain moments that stood out for you this season, or or yeah, at least this season? Um, I think I got to say this season was just really funny, um, just comedic yeah. left and right. Uh, yep. I I actually it's kind of weird, and maybe I'm just not thinking of as many at the top of my head, but the one that does come off the top of my head is um, when Steve and the, um, and the other Robin, the right? Robin, um, yes. too, when they got like drugged, I was like <laughs> dying. Just like, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and when they went to the movie theater and be talking about back to the future being like, they go, they're like super confused since they went in halfway and we're trying to make sense of it, yep. but couldn't, and like I don't know, like um, I just really like the yeah. two actors, and 
especially at the end when Steve kind of confessed that he kind of liked her and, you know, the whole I'm yeah. not straight thing. Like, it just made me say, oh, man, like, what's really happening is we just see these two people bickering at each other from the beginning become, like, yep. really good friends at the end, you know? Yep. Like, and, yeah, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's my favorite favorite, but I think that's the one that stands out to me the most. Yeah. I think for me, um, it was actually, like, probably the scene between Billy and Max. So, the siblings, um, Billy and her and his younger sister. Because they were, they were newly introduced characters in season two. And, again, they felt like, I felt like they were very, like, vanilla characters in season two. Like, they were very, like, played to their role, right? Right. Um, but then this, this season, I felt like they kind of expanded off of that like max was 11's like like girlfriend like in the sense of like oh they're girl buddies Mm -hmm. and you know she's gonna tell her like what she feels is right as a girl in her teens and um and then max is is not just a bully but he well for a little while he becomes like the the stud the pool boy i mean billy right oh yeah sorry billy we we realize he becomes the stud the, the pool boy like and then the whole possession storyline and and then that final like redemption storyline and yeah i don't know the look that max gives him and like just that those like small moments yeah were very memorable for me because again that scene was very memorable and and that storyline was but just the fact that they dug so much out of these very like simple characters initially into these like pretty fleshed out characters in a short amount of time um I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. So that that actually did remind me of that one scene in uh I guess Billy's sort of girlfriend or girl friend that's a girl's like parents' house when the girl right, and her were possessed yes. but the parents weren't. And then Eleven and oh, Max come man. in but was like something's wrong. That was pretty creepy. <laughs> that was I mean, props to the actress for that because that was yeah. very well done. Yeah. Man, like, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like there were any? Um, I don't know. This kind of like a open ended question, but just yeah. themes or like takeaways that um, you got from season three. Uh I mean, like it's it's weird for me to say this, like, because you know as an adult i'm seeing it with a certain perspective and i'm sure other people who watch it as like teens or whatever can see different things that i don't um but for me it's like i think as an adult i'm realizing how much communication matters Hmm. um because well at least the teens and understandably so and even even the adults like between um joyce and 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 hopper yeah yeah there's so much miscommunication you know just stuff that is not said and for me, I'm like, oh, well, that means, like, we should just be communicating better. Um, and I'm sure, like, people ha- like people with different pr- perspectives will say something else. But for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, the biggest, like, issue why people weren't working together is because of communication, right? right. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, it was the season where there was a great schism between the boys, right? Yeah, the boys between Joyce and Hopper, yeah. between Eleven or between the girls and boys, yeah. like 
Everyone. Yeah. Um, I think the one that definitely comes to mind is uh, actually regarding Billy, actually, is just like hmm. um, people are redempt redeemable i think um mm, wow okay yeah like i just that i mean we talked about it a few times already but yeah. that whole eye of the hurricane eye of the storm thing that scene yeah. was just so powerful because it's i think i don't know like you know me jesse like when, when sometimes i talk about people and like talk and just the way i you know phrase things and look yeah. at things it's often very like black and white and be like oh man screw this or like screw them or whatever right like yeah, yeah but then i think deep down there's a part of me that's like man you know people are more gray than black and white um and i think billy yeah. was such a good example of that where you know when he, you think he's black and white. yeah like you you know he and there's almost even a, a narrative that's like you can say like oh billy has always been this bad he he probably wanted to be right. among flares you know like but then we see that mm-hmm. at the heart of it he's just a broken little kid and and then yep. he did redeem himself at the end by like you know sacrificing himself standing up yeah yeah so man that that really hit me i think that last moment and i think all of all of our things that we're sharing kind of intertwines because yeah, the way him and Max interacted at the very end was just, yeah, it's, it's yeah, heart-wrenching, man. Yeah, for reals. So, um, you know, now, now that we've had three seasons so far, personal ranking. Mm. Okay. Um, I feel like I know what you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, and I feel like I know what you're going to say, too. <laughs> Number one is... What are you... Okay, uh, I'll go first. Um, okay. Top season one, second, season three, and then season two. What about you? Yeah, <laughs> I would say okay. the same. Um, yeah, I think, you know, uh, for people listening, um, yeah, we rate season one as number one because it's a new thing. Um, you'll never get that experience again mm-hmm. where you'll start a show be i mean unless you look at spoilers be fairly in the dark and have like just figure out along the way yeah um and that's not to say anything it was bad about season two season two was good um but season three explored some really interesting themes at least in my perspective and probably yours too and like because season two did feel like a continuation of season one. It did. Just lack, lacking the mystery, right? Yeah. But season three touched on like, oh yeah, there's some really good like un, uh, like storylines underneath and just people's characters that you're like, oh, I would not have thought that, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, like you said, season three is over. We got this little Marvel-esque uh, end credit scene of like basically yep. russians and there's an american referenced we think it possibly might be hopper but what what are your expectations for what basically what's next in stranger things yeah um i will i'll give in two answers one is my personal hopes and then also probably what i expect so my personal hopes is that they would do something different 
Um, mm. What I mean by that is, again, like I described earlier, Stranger Things so far, seasons one, two, and three, has felt like chapters one, two, and three. I, I hope and I want season four to be chapter two. Um, because I think they've done a good enough job exploring the under, upside down. They've kind of built up this big bad, like, um, you know, and I, I, coming to the end of season three, I felt satisfied and, and done with that storyline. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I hope, I would hope that season four would, you know, even if they tie that back in, like hopefully explore something new, um, I don't know how they would do that, but like, I don't know, something, something different than what we already know. Right. Because again, it seemed like season one, two, and three was like, oh, season one was someone is, was experimenting and it went wrong and we fixed it. Season two was like, someone was experimenting more and it went even more wrong and someone fixed yeah. it. And then season three was even more of that, right? Yeah. So I, I would hope that that kind of similar storyline is taken in a different direction um but my expectations for season four part of me expects that it'll be just a bigger scale of what we already know um which again i'm curious to see how they do it but i'm a little less excited for that because again i'm i i would rather they explore new territory um so personal hope i want them to do something different um, but my expectation is that they'll just blow up the storyline in the sense of like making it bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think mine is, is similar in the sense of doing something different, but mm. less uh, definitely about the story as well. But I think um, for me, more so about the character development. Um, I think mm. what we saw from one and two all the way to three, especially three, like we talked about how they're just a little taller and lankier and more <laughs> puberty ridden. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like that change, but I'd almost say like, Hey, wait another two years, let these kids grow into like, like, you know, o- older teens and have yeah. another change. And see what yeah, happens. Cause yeah, I think the, honestly, the best example of something like that and a little bit of a bigger scale was, um, is the it, it series. Oh, cause okay. The way Stephen King wrote it, um, and you know, had the films. It, it's, you know, first part is these kids experiencing the it, and then, you know, defeating the it for the first time, going about their lives, right. and then coming back as adults actually, and then fighting, and then kind of going through the same horror again, um, but in, in a obviously very different perspective. And that's why I'm so excited for it too, because yeah. it's everyone grown up. Um, yeah, I almost want something similar. Obviously, I don't want to wait until they're like thirty, but it's more just they're they've got another set of problems. I almost, you know, want to see things, you know, blown to an even greater scale in terms of these characters yeah. and how they've grown up. So, um, yeah, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah. So, you know, we're we don't know what's going to happen. We just have to wait and mm-hmm. see. Do we do we know when it's coming out? No, uh, I don't think so. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think they announced anything, right? No. So, you know, um, it's 2019 right now. Maybe it'll come out next year. Maybe not. Yeah. They took a break between two and three. 
So maybe they'll take a break between three and four. And, you know, considering, like, again, we're referring back to our Game of Thrones episode, but, yeah, some some shows did not end <laughs> necessarily well. And, you know, there might be a little bit of, like, hope to like wait and produce something well so maybe there's some of that going into it you yeah know? hopefully um but i i think i think i would be able to say stranger things now has become a cult classic and in, in current modern day mm-hmm. um and probably will yeah it will probably be it'll stand it'll stand true to the time right like people will look back and be like oh that was a good show um, I at least so far, so we'll we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the realm of shows and Netflix and stuff, um, yeah. we thought we'd have a wreck of the week of of Netflix shows, specials, movies. Um, they could be a little underrated, you know, since it's a wreck that you know we want to share with the listeners. Um, unlike Game of Thrones where it was we wanted to share one because it's like screw what we just watched it's just more like you know (laughs) we'll have a break from Stranger Things so hey watch something in the meantime right so Jesse do you have one yeah so um, I do have a show it is a pretty short one I am recommending The Chef Show Mm. yeah so I I personally love um, cooking shows but this one in particular um, was really fun. Um, and actually, um, this is my tangent wreck because it's actually not on Netflix right now. It's the Chef movie. Um, so it's it's The Chef. Um, or actually, it might be Chef. It's, uh, yeah, it's called Chef. Mm. It, was, um, it came out in 2014, originally on Netflix. Um, but The Chef show, which was released, I want to say maybe, what, 2017 or something like that, mm. um, is the creators of the show so david Choi and john favreau um happy and they yep happy from iron man or one of the producers of iron man um they they just go through the recipes of of the movie and and i love it because they're super raw they're super um fun and just funny like they (laughs) like they're just funny people and and i love that they capture all the candor and it may like I watched like two episodes and I was like oh, actually I'm curious about this movie because there seems really good mm-hmm. so I actually went back and watched the movie before finishing the rest of the show mm-hmm. um, so I would highly recommend you know right now since the chef chef is not on Netflix watch the chef show if you're able to find chef somewhere I would highly encourage you to watch it it's yeah it's just a fun good food movie what about you Mine is a show on Netflix called Dark. Um, oh, it's, I haven't heard of that it's one. It's a German TV show, actually. And what? it is... There are um, two seasons. Season two just came out um, not too long ago. Oh, man. It's, it's a show about time travel and time portals time warp um oh okay but it's honestly probably the trippiest show i've ever watched um in terms of like how the stories connect and you know something insignificant ends up being very significant and um it's 
it's just mind-boggling um especially the end of season two you're just like you know you're just trying to catch up because there's so many characters that are somehow so interlinked that it's pretty crazy um the way i put it it's it's a you know pun and no pun intended like a dark (laughs) or stranger things to be honest um okay there's really no humor at all um because it's german german people i've heard are not like they're more (laughs) just straightforward um but it's like the acting is really good in it um it's just a more serious type of show that is yeah you you just gotta pay attention to it um and yeah it's a real trip season three is gonna be crazy um and i am excited and i definitely recommend it cool well um thanks again for joining us this episode we you know wanted to explore a you know casual fun topic and probably again um a show that a lot of people have watched um and yeah thanks for joining us this week uh, we hope this was a fun uh topic for you guys to listen to hearing our opinions if you have differing opinions let us know uh, we want we're curious um, what do you guys think about the show what do you guys think about uh, stranger things so far what do you guys hope um if you have any comments leave us leave us a comment at our instagram post or at our gmail you can find us at just Try pod again that's at just Try pod or email us at just Try pod at gmail.com um and yeah we we'd love to hear your thoughts um or if you guys you know you're like hey i want i really want to hear you guys talk about this or you guys haven't brought this up yet um, why don't you guys talk about it? like sure you know let us know and we'll we'll i'm sure jerome and i will be more than happy to fumble around some topic that we have no idea talking yeah. about right um so again our social media where our biggest platform is instagram and our our handle is just Chart pod um and yeah share us give us a like give us a review on our um, any podcast medium and let us know what you're thinking all right listeners thanks for tuning in again as always we will see you next time see ya